Hello and welcome to episode we think it's number six of Dude and the Monkey. I'm Mark Foster and I'm joined as ever by my host, Mr. It's Ian Loring. Hi guys. Also known as I am fucking Catbus. <laughs> to be fair, I am fucking Catbus. If anyone follows Ian on Twitter, they will have been delighted in his Christmas Day tweet of I am fucking Catbus. Um, we took a bit of a break last week due to Christmas, um, not for any actual reason other than the fact that we were both extremely busy, as I'm guessing most people are over Christmas visiting family and stuff, and we just couldn't get together to review um, anything, to be honest. So we decided that this week, instead of doing a review, we were going to do a commentary, and we're doing of one of our favourite, certainly not one of our best films of the year, but one of our favourite films of the year. We're going to give you a commentary of the brilliant and wonderful Rob Cohen's Alex Cross. Um, so, without further ado, Ian, should we get this ball a-rolling? Absolutely, and I, I will say, I know we only talked about Alex Cross on the last episode, but it just, I, I just want to talk about it more, so I, I, uh, as I'm well, looking forward to this. Literally, literally, it is the sort of film where I don't even think you'll need to be watching this film. <laughs> to listen to this commentary um, because it is basically going to be a bit mystery science theatre I have a feeling where we're just pretty much picking this fucker apart while it's playing and I, I, will, I, th- I think it's fair to say we're both drinking um, yes what, what, so, what's, what's your beverage of choice tonight uh, I'm on my Budweiser it, it, it's, it's my perennial I can't help it sorry I know it's a pussy drink but it's very very drinkable sorry yourself Mark um, I, I am absolutely completely 100% full of cold so I am drinking Jim Bean and Lemsey that's fucking solid wow you're going to be out of it <laughs> I know <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> bourbon right. and medication let's do this I know it's not in the novel Lemsey either it's the paracetamol one <laughs> <laughs> right, um, let's go. I don't even know whether they're fucking synced with this shit or not, but let's go. So I've just got the Summit logo shining at the yeah, moment. Yeah, me too. I, I think judging back from the sound of it, I think we're both pretty well synced here, actually. Cool. And, um, I, I, yeah, and I, I will say first off, uh, Lionsgate bought Summit this year, and surely it was because of the plans that they, they had for the Alex Cross franchise, oh, and yeah. nothing to do with the Twilight series at all. No, I'm it, sure it's nothing to do with that. It was all Alex Cross. It, it was all because they know that Double Cross is is going to be the standout hit of next year. I can't, I can't wait. I cannot wait for Double Cross. Ah, oh, me neither. Right, so we're starting off then with. Um, uh, a nice shot of burning shoes, which yeah. is I, I, what, what looks like um, it, it, what looks like the credits make it look like your screen is pixelating to fuck. It's not. It's just Alex Cross. Yeah, I genuinely thought that was a glitch in my in mine actually um, until you just said that. So that's good to know. Also, I will just point out Alex Cross was just running there. Never before has a man looked more uncomfortable with running on screen than Tyler Perry. It's a, yeah, it's a fair point, um, but oh, magnificent! It is there, and he's just shot. He didn't even shoot anywhere near him. And I think the opening line there was Tyler Perry screaming, "Is this how you want to die?" Which is <laughs> good shit. Why is Ed Burns wearing a vest? <laughs> 
<laughs> Why is he wearing right. a waistcoat? Yeah, that is Ed Burns, isn't it? I thought that was like his slightly chunkier stunt double for a second. <laughs> yeah, that is Edward Burns. I, can... I want to see a prequel to see what the fuck led to three people chasing a fat, bold man around a derelict, like, estate. It, like, what adventures did they go on beforehand? I, I'm pretty sure it didn't involve this guy firing a rocket launcher from an open train, though. No. I had his target to someone. Fucking amazing. Here we go. Some of the clunkiest dialogue you'll ever, ever hear. <laughs> Zinger there. Like we're oh. sixth graders with you two. Ha <laughs> uh, He's been out of prison. I certainly thought it might be a good idea to actually get subtitles up in this mother. Bear with me. Subtitles available. But you do? I don't. Fuck it, I need subtitles. Sorry, folks, this is terrible. I'm gonna be quick. Okay, this ain't happening, never mind. Uh, okay, so what what is the point? Uh, oh, okay, because this is the subplot that kind of just gets just, yeah, just gets forgotten about completely. Yeah, it did this this entire scene here where he's visiting what looks like to be a thirteen year old child yeah. uh, in prison is uh, it, literally just dealt with within seconds later on in the film. But it's given like an, an opening to make it seem like it's actually really important. I think also it's there to give you an idea that Alex Cross, he's like this really intelligent guy, and he cares. Mm. Well, he's wearing glasses. Oh, so. he, is, he is wearing glasses, which of course makes him the brightest man in the world. Mm. And this is like this is the first half of the film where. It's Alex Cross is a happy family man before it descends into the second half. Alex Cross is going to murder everybody else. Yeah, all right, here we go. It's it's Alex Cross plays plays the greatest dad in the world. Look, look at him. Just watching his daughter play a shit piano. I no, because of course he knows how to play a piano as well. Yeah. Oh, look at that. He's doing the good dad one knee. Fucking brilliant. So not only is he a brilliant doctor and policeman and family man and whatnot, but he can also improve his daughter's piano playing. Literally, it, it, it literally is... just by putting his knee up. Yeah. Uh, here we go. The only woman who can bust his balls is his mom. Yeah. This this is just this basically is stereotypical black family, isn't it? Mm. Except Tyler Perry went went no no I'm sorry 
I, I need to admit, it's like one of my movies. Pretty much. And I've got, I've got to ask as well, that shot with the remote control helicopter there, do you think he insisted on having a remote control helicopter in the scene? It's <laughs> such a weird little affectation just to put in like a one-shot thing. It does. Oh, I should be playing with a remote control helicopter. Just, just, just to highlight that, that that is my son. That is the only time you'll see my son as well. <laughs> it's that and when his wife's killed and the kid's at the funeral. I think those are the two shots the son is in in the entire film. Oh, look, look, look. Like, like she didn't notice that fucking big cappuccino stain down her top earlier. It, that's mm-hmm. not a subtle stain, that. The thing is, that doesn't look like a cappuccino stain. That looks like a just-dried cum stain. That is, that is. She's laughing, going, ha, ha, ha. You think you're so smart. Well, really, I'm fucking a dirt behind your back. Ha, ha, yeah. ha. Yeah, exactly. It's not even your baby. <laughs> See that? Yeah, that would have been solid. That would have been solid. Like, oh, look at him. He looks uncomfortable just uh, sitting on him. And also as well. Is this ours? No, it's somebody else's ultrasound that you just guessed was in the printer. That's a good point. That is a good point. His wife has a fetish for collecting sonograms and just plaster <laughs> them all over the walls. Yeah. That's not. That, that actually wasn't. That wasn't. That wasn't uh, Ed Burns' dried semen on her top. It was the weird gel stuff they put on ladies' stomachs when they do this. That, yes, that would make sense. Actually, I think that would like make less sense than it being Ed Burns' spunk. Yeah, it's Ed Burns. This whole story is just a chance for, for Alex Cross to try and kill his partner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Oh, he's a brilliant manipulator. He is. That looks pretty done now, to be honest with you. Oh, he so wants to tell, doesn't he? You can't tell anybody. It's, it's fucking all... hilarious. She knows, doesn't she? Even checks. I'm trying to. He says he tells everyone. What does that blackboard say? Zoo Park, something or other, boobs. Zoo shoes, books, baseball, stadium. Zoo Park. Base- oh, look, look, it's Cadillac. <laughs> oh, that's, the, that's the first time we get to see Cadillac. Bluetooth headset. Right, here we go. It's Captain Intenso. Where do they get all these apps from? Yeah, that, that's that, it. that isn't in the App Store, right? There isn't an illegal Hitman Money app in the App Store, is there? I thought it was just that Barclays ping it thing. <laughs> it's like he just pinged him $3 million. <laughs> I wonder if that would flag up as suspicious. And also as well, this this is that that's not underground. That is it. Let's face it. It's in some kind of church. It's and, in an abandoned church in the middle of the day, and apparently you could just walk in. And it is fucking loud. <laughs> it is loud. I mean, there's nobody walking about church going, "Oh, what's going on that abandoned church? It's awfully raucous." Uh, straight up. Uh. uh. 
Right, so what is his thinking here? He's going to beat someone up because he knows that the girl he's trying to kill wants to fuck MMA fighters. I, who I think, I think that's it, yeah. I think, I think that's, that's his thinking. Oh, look at that. That's an intense stare, isn't it? Yeah. He it, it, it just, like, it, it's the eyes wide open. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the guy with the hat. Yeah, the why do you need it more? I'd I, I watch an entire spin-off series of just that guy goes to fight. Only if it was directed by Rob Cohen, though. Obviously, yeah. I mean, he's just had a fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that, that's, that, that's a shirt as well, that, isn't it? That's even got ruffled cuffs. The cuffs are ruffled. Yes, they are. God, that's magnificent. Matthew Fox is painfully thin. I know he's ripped and everything, but he is very, very thin. I mean, yeah. I mean, say... I mean, we'll say an awful lot about Matthew Fox during the course of this, but bless him, he fucking, he tries. He goes for it, yeah. Don't hit me in the face or you will never fight again. That's, that's kind of against the rules. That's not the rules, that's against the spirit, isn't it? Mm. Is he wearing cycling shots? But he does, I mean, he does warn him, though. He, like, it is just like, look, I'm going to kick the shit out of you, but, like, just... Don't do that, otherwise I am going to murder you. Yeah. Yes, okay, yeah, so she, here, there she is, just like, ooh, who's that guy? He's hot. It, it just, I don't know. He's, <laughs> who's that amazingly pale, emaciated guy? Hmm. Still going at it. He hasn't hit him in the face yet. But Fox seems to be hitting him a lot in the face. That's the fair point. Oh, and there it is. Oh, you've pissed him off now. Yeah. I'm surprised it doesn't, like, when that happened, it didn't cut to oh. one of those, like, weird moments later on where, like, his head goes all, like... It's kind where of it, like, goes all jittering. His head kind of goes all over the place. They should have done that, really. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Boom. That's it. He's just, he's just, why don't you just do that in the first place? That's also a good point. Like that, that would have just made loads more sense to have just done this in the first place. Oh, there we go. Oh, and he's... Boom. Oh, there, oh, there he goes. All right, it does have one of those bits. <laughs> the jittery stuff. Brilliant. So now, like, he's giving that look, and that's supposed to be like a, yeah, sexy, come on, let's do it look. It kind of just looks like I'm going to murder everybody in the room look. Yeah. Um, now he's back there. 
bit of a part of the house. Uh, and they're searching. Right. Why is he searching him? He's just broken a man's arm. A pretty, you know, badass motherfucker's arm. Yet, uh, let him go up to an entirely different floor where nobody can see. I'm pretty sure if he wanted to kill her, he could do. And also, why didn't he search her before he even got in the car to go there? Yeah. I love the way Matthew Fox is drinking those drinks as well. Like the way he's like putting his hand over the cup and I, 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 it's just like it's method acting holding a cup. <laughs> That's very unique underwear, I must say. I don't know what you're talking about. My wife wears it every day. <laughs> I know. You know? <laughs> That's not nice. Look at this point, he was thinking, I could, and then I could kill her. <laughs> well, I kind of thought that's what he was going to do, to be honest. Yeah. This, right, this is so kind of late 80s. It is untrue. Well, like, the, with the music and whatnot. With the music and the lighting and the stockings and the whole kind of, like, slowly taking them off. But it's just very... It feels very like late 80s, early 90s, like like those sort of pretty bad um, sort of homages you got to Basic Instinct, stuff like Body of Evidence and stuff like that. Yeah. I know it's got these weird little green things. The, the, the little green things that never actually come into play again, do they? It just like shoots people after this. Oh, they torch them, don't they? He cuts off like all of the fingers. Now he's what, like, are there other victims in this film, or is that just like... Oh, no, 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 just, just her. He just seems to be a bit there. Okay. Like I said, I, I don't think Matthew Fox knows this is a film. I think this is just Matthew Fox. Thinks this yeah, is... yeah, yeah, he probably thinks he actually murdered this girl. <laughs> I thought he probably did. Well, yeah, true. Oh, that, he's put a gun in his shoe. Clever. Really small gun with a really small silencer. Very, very clever. Right, but he's got a gun with a silencer, yet he's going to go and cut off all of her fingers. Why not just cut her throat or something like that? It just seems unnecessary. Well, yeah, quite. Because like, this first murder, it's like he it, it, like draws the pictures and they, they find the clue and whatnot. But then the rest of it, it is just like elaborate assassinations. Uh, and, and that's all there is to it. It's Oh, and we get first shot of can't decide whether he's good cop, bad cop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Often within the same scene. <laughs> No one needs to see Tyler Perry with his shirt off. Oh, no, no, no. He he's not built like a leading man. Let's be honest. I'm not mm. being harsh, but he's not. Mm. 
Ed Burns living in what can only be described as the world's biggest apartment. Yeah, yeah, quite. It's fucking huge. That apartment is bigger than, like, my house if you laid it down next to each other, each room. Well, <laughs> you're not a liar. Put a shirt on. Yeah, I, I would like one of them to put a shirt on. I mean, Ed Burns isn't terrible, but he's also getting on a little bit to be doing scenes with his shirt off. Have you noticed Ed Burns kind of after um, Sim Pro Ryan kind of stayed well away from like the Hollywood mainstream and went off and sort of did quite a lot of his own films that he wrote and directed himself? And yet he comes back to Hollywood mainstream with Alex Cross. Well, he was in one missed call as well. It's like he just, he turns up in shit just for a paycheck and then does his own little thing, which in a way I kind of respect. But he literally, like, they'll just give him like a couple million dollars and say, look, can you just be in this tat? And he'll say, yeah, that'll fund me for the next year. Yeah. He very much is a one for me, one for you kind of guy. Isn't he? But what he'll do is he'll do one, and he'll do like four of his own little movies that he wants to do. But he literally doesn't seem to give a shit. It's like it's like the lowest effort he has to make is what he'll do. I'm surprised if I, I'd be surprised if he actually even learned the lines. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if right now the lines he has saying are written on a piece of paper stuck to her face. Well, yeah, it's probably a post-it note, sta- like just all over her face, <laughs> like yeah. one large post-it note that that hair is hiding. And this is the amazing character who we talked about in this film, uh, in uh, the podcast last week, where uh, she gets killed off screen and it's basically brought up in one line, <laughs> yeah. despite the fact that she actually probably has like the third most screen time of any character in the opening third of the film. All right, there's a nice little plug for Chevrolet there. And here we go, it's the busting each other's balls scene so that you yeah. know they're actually real friends. And you know, they've known each other for a long time. It, it, where she might be the one, which is basically saying she will die later on during this film. Yeah. He's not willing to take that risk on his family by him liking somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Why does I can understand the team and like the dynamic between the team and whatnot, but why would that jeopardise Tyler Perry's mum? Because Tyler Perry's a prick. Fuck I you, think Alex Cross. Tyler Perry's mum's been fucking eating out this Monica girl. That that would make sense. While, while Alex Cross is out visiting fucking jailbait prison inmates. Hmm. Ed fucking Burns is banging Tyler Perry's wife. Who cacking his, his missus. Whilst his girlfriend gets eaten out by his mum. Yeah. 
Fucking hell, this is a sick world they live in. It is. While Matthew Fox stares intensely. Yeah. And pumps his balls full of green liquid. <laughs> that, that stuff isn't actually poison, that is just his fucked up sperm. Yeah. <laughs> his fucked up sperm from all the brain meds he took. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Trust, trust me, guys, nothing interesting is going on at all. All they're doing is talking about Tyler Perry possibly going and working for the FBI as a yeah. profiler. Because, you know, he's smart and things. And it's a desk job, and it's better money, and surely if he's working for the FBI, he won't have to do any uncomfortable running around. <laughs> yeah. This is brilliant. This is brilliant. When, they're going, when he starts saying, oh, no, this was one guy. How do you know that? How could he take out all these guys? What, three? Spread about a massive room. Yeah. It's <laughs> not that fucking difficult. We just assumed it was a militia. <laughs> it was one man. What man? How are you working this out, Cross? <laughs> and also, I've got to say as well, Tyler Perry actually looks like he's dropped about a stone it in does. between scenes. His face looks a lot less full. Like, genuinely, I think, like, this might have been, like, a, like... A reshoot. Well, or maybe the the other stuff was at the start of the shoot, and then he did some, like, running around type stuff, and then they shot this at the end of the shoot where he just dropped some weight. Because he genuinely looks a bit more healthy than he did just then. Got to be at least three guys. No, no, no. This is one guy. One guy did all this. No way. Yeah, it's not that difficult. Oh, here we go. You, you can't, like, he does the great line, you can't enlighten me. What Tyler Perry should have just done then is turn around and gone, dude, have you seen the raid? That guy took out, like, a fucking building. <laughs> he gets he gets down low there just so he can check to see if he can see her crotch, doesn't he? Yeah, that, uh, was sick bastard. Aiming for the cooch is what makes his day. Footprints on the glass. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard, like, laptop, like, rubber marker things described as footprints. Yeah, I was a little bit weird about that. Ed Burns still seems obsessed with the fact that it's one guy. Do you think he was trying to put him off the scent? Well, this is it, isn't it? It's like the labyrinthian plot which is being established where Ed Burns is bukkake in the wife. I don't, I don't know where she come, where the dead girl comes into it, but... I think Ed Burns is trying to get Tyler Perry out of there so he can jerk off over her. No, I think Ed Burns is trying to manipulate Tyler Perry into fucking the corpse and then taking photos <laughs> so that he has blackmail evidence. Uh, like, blackmail um, stuff. Uh, blackmail material. I don't know. Whatever. That doesn't even, all this doesn't even seem that difficult. It really doesn't. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm watching this thinking, do you know what? With a little bit of training, I could do this. That is true. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he's basically come downstairs, giving himself some time to shoot a guy. Then a guy's coming through the door, and he shot him as he came in through the door. It's not all that difficult. One guy even fell. Mm. There's no laptop on that table right now. No, you're right. Has he already done away with it, or...? I don't think he has. Do you think that's his ball or hers? I think that's his. I, I, think, think, he, I think he brings his own ball. It's his finger ball. It's his finger ball. Like, oh, the fucking veins in his head. Yeah. And, like, the way every time he says a line, he has to move his head. <laughs> yeah. It's like the beginner's guide to playing a psychopath. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's got a little fucking creme brulee blowtorch to do a hand with. I've got one of those fucking sweet. Yeah, you have, haven't you? Mm. Is, that, is that why? <laughs> uh, yeah, what, for cauterising <laughs> chopped off fingers? <laughs> cauterising chopped off fingers of uh, gangsters' moles. Yeah, that's that's the addition I got from Argos. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it stop by killing her. You're left. Oh, now he wants the laptop. Yeah. Isn't there, just, isn't there just an app that these guys get for these things to figure out the passwords? Yeah, they usually, yeah, just hook up a USB cable and go, boom, done. Yeah. It seems to me that he's got all these other things, you know. He can get a special drug made and all this lot, but he can't get a thing for <laughs> picking out codes on laptops. At least Ed Burns has finally got off the idea that it was more than one guy. Yeah. He's obviously got formal training because it's pretty good. I tell you what, as well, those those candles must have been burning for a while. Yeah, because it's like it's a whole different day. Hmm. There's a safe. Yes, because they're, they're the first rich people to ever have a safe. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it, that, that's very much like, a, like one of those things of... Um, yeah, but you say it first. Mm. <laughs> now they're suddenly squeamish about all this. They haven't had a problem with fucking around with their fingers beforehand, but... See, if I had a safe, all there'd be in there would be a pack of condoms and some Oreos. <laughs> oh, look, 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 it's the IT crowd. Oh, my God, here we go. Yeah, all right. Generic tech guys. Fuck. Why has he got a knife letter opening? Well, that's a very, very good point. Well, and they've got an old school kind of like analog tape. Um, uh kind of like eight track looking thingy God, I cannot fucking think of words tonight 
They don't know how it's proper offices. This was obviously quite a low budget scene. Mm. Oh, look, look, he's figuring something out by not even looking at the picture. generic IT guys ever. They're just they're, they're brutal. They're, and one of them has to be Asian. One of them has to be Asian. <laughs> one of them has to have a beard. They're both have to wear like cords. He doesn't even fold this straight. <laughs> and we have just had Ed Burns actually so ask them to explain it to me in English. Just It wasn't even that perfect either. Hmm? Why would he do that? Well, no. Didn't he just write an N? Yeah. There's no explanation, though, is there, later on in the film, for why oh, he does no, that. No. For why he gives away, basically, you know, the next person that he's going to go for. No, no, exactly. That's it. It's like, and this whole kind of, like, putting a rose on her and, like, it, it, and cutting off the fingers... Never repeated. It's never repeated. It's just him doing a load of assassinations now. It makes no sense. They're all former German police. What a pressure is dropping really fast. <laughs> he goes from telling her basically get the fuck out to go in. Alright, you can give me a hand. Mm. Give me that fucking shotgun. <laughs> that is pretty badass that they just have a just to have a shotgun there. Just, like, just... And at no point does he seem worried about the fact that they just have like a big fucking shotgun. Mm-hmm. There we go. Matthew Fox swimming up a bike. Again, it's a really elaborate set piece, this. Mm. You could just, like, pretend to be a courier. <laughs> yeah. And this guy's an asshole. Yeah, this guy is a douche. Did he say, tell them sex? <laughs> That's, yeah. He's a little bit mean to the uh, Detroit Police Department, isn't he? Not very appreciative at all. Underwater welding. This guy can do pretty much anything. Yeah, under yes, right, yes. He he's not only an M- MMA fighter; he can also weld underwater. It's quite a thing. I 
Do you reckon James Patterson, when he wrote this, was just, just basically just went into loads of different buildings and just wrote about what was in them? Probably. Probably just went into like the his local city council's office and saw like a water pipe and just thought, I know. Is that why he's so thin? Do you reckon so he can get through the water pipe? Probably. He's probably usually like fifteen stone heavier, but he he's had to like muscle up and thin just to get up that pipe. This has been like a three-year-long mission in the planning for him. It's why he gets so pissed off when Alex Cross gets put gets it put back for him. Elsewhere, it just doesn't seem like an awful lot of money, really. Three and a half million. For, like, the amount of hits he's doing and, like, the high profile. That's a fair point. Again, though, it kind of feeds into that kind of, like, late 80s, early 90s aesthetic where three and a half million dollars was probably a lot more. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, when was the actual book written? I want this damn door open right now. Now open it. I can't. Uh, probably. Uh, well, then you better figure out another way. Get someone up here who can open this. Have you noticed that one? Uh, but as it's going now, you, you it was released in 2006. Actually, this the cross, the one that it was based on. I mean, at the moment, that's it. You can't get in. You can't get out. It's it's, it's outside security. And in a few minutes, you're just like, ah, fuck it. I'll open it. Yeah, yeah, that's mental. He just kind of changed his mind very quickly. Mm. Let me see your hands. That's it, you'd be cross. Hell of a shotgun. Isn't it? Ah, oh, this stupid bitch fucks it all up. Mm-hmm. Is it? Whoa! What if it's ta- it was like one of the aliens from Mars Attacks? <laughs> the red one that's on his left arm, left forearm. Oh, I can't see it. Oh, oh man, it, it, sure. genuinely, it looked like one of the aliens from Mars Attacks. <laughs> oh. I don't care what you say, that looks like it was fun. Hey, so I thought she was going to, like, die from that blast. Yeah. But it's like she survives it, and then she just gets killed off screen in about ten minutes' time. Far too many films do this as well. The after what, the, explosion. Uh, the engineers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could arrest that guy for obstruction of justice. Just said, yeah, I can't fucking listen for once in a while. It burns late to the party. I reckon he was supposed to be in all these scenes, but he just fucking turned up late. All the <laughs> like, yeah. you've got to do this, you've got to get blown up. He went, I'm not doing that. <laughs> exactly. You've got Ed Burns to do that, that's an extra 200 grand. <laughs> Plan for that, did you? 
He's almost limping. That was remarkably quick that he got to there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially considering like how elaborate it was to get in there, like up the pipes and shit. And his car's just parked there. <laughs> That's pretty convenient. It's not even like hidden. And he's not even going to close the fucking manhole cover either. No. They, they, they can pretty much work out where that what car was there just by looking at the CCTV. Mm-hmm. Get him at his, his left, shaving his arm, <laughs> and then drawing. <laughs> Doing punts nude as well. I, I oh, it's just the worst. <laughs> Detective Alec Cross and team capture plant. What's that? Rapist. Plant something rapist. Plant rapist. That was the guy they were chasing through the abandoned building. Oh. It took him a while to decide to do that. (laughs) I just like this film is one step away from just showing him furiously robbing one out. It really, (laughs) it really is. Just fucking draw it yourself. Those fucking bits where it goes all like weird and jaggedy, they're the worst. (laughs) Here we go. He's being nice to him now. This is good cop, bad cop. This is how great you are. You're wonderful. You're brilliant. Cross already knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah, this this like the dialogue in this scene lo- like literally seems like it should be in a completely different scene now. Yeah, he, he, he's now telling them how shit they are. Mm. I think they should just tell them how great they were a second ago. Oh wait, he's not even talking anymore. Now he's he's just talking. He's ex-military. I bet it looks like he's not even looking at anyone. It looks like he's walking towards just a window. He is. He's he's looking out of the window without question. I'm just kind of thinking out loud. Yeah. He wants everyone to see. There's there's some fucking damn stuff, fucking psychology. He's pissed off with his mother or his father. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. There's no wonder you became a cop, you fucking hack. At one point, he may or may not have been raped by a family member. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's ex-military. Why? Because he kicks your fucking ass. Yeah. Seems like any 14-year-old that comes out on Call of Duty could kick your ass right now, you fat bastard. <laughs> also, here's one for you. Do you, do you remember anybody wearing um, their police badge around their neck um, in films before Denzel Washington did it in Training Day? That's a good one. I, I genuinely don't remember anybody doing it. So I saw Denzel Washington doing it in Training Day. And now in every single film they do it. I No, yeah, you're right. I can't, yeah, no, I can't think of anyone. But even in the poster for Training Day, he's rocking that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She's tweaked off her face, isn't she? I, I, I love it. And, and Tyler Perry's just looking at Ed Burns like, oh, that crazy fucking drug addict. Oh, isn't that charming? Yeah. Cause I'm tweaked the fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> I I reckon they did actually just fucking junk her up just for that scene. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, it's that asshole. He's so rich and so powerful, his suit's the wrong size. <laughs> so, this is quite the about face of character as well. Again, makes no sense whatsoever. Like, it, it, it adds nothing to the story that he's suddenly like trying to be a nice guy. It's just, just keep him being a douche. It doesn't really matter. Oh, well, John Reno. It, it goes John Reno. Marlon Brando-esque John Reno. Yeah, yeah. That bastard. He can barely talk, he's so fat. Yeah, I mean, his, his eyes, nose and mouth do look too small for his face. <laughs> yeah. Thirty-eight guy was Leon. Yes. And now we get the um, the failed artwork from the Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> and here's some exposition, which means absolutely nothing. Like, after this scene, this exposition basically means nothing for the next 40 minutes of the film and then just comes back into it at the end when John Renault is revealed to be the big bad. It is about... Go Tyler Perry on fire. <laughs> yes. What's he looking at? He's moved. <laughs> He's still looking forward. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's... It took him a few <laughs> seconds for his eyes to catch up. <laughs> that's, that's brilliant. That's a good spot. <laughs> 
Tyler Perry doesn't move unless he's directed to move. It's like Tyler Perry's acting style is say the dialogue and then do the facial reactions after. <laughs> it's two stage acting. Mm. Seriously, John Will looks like he's wearing a fat suit. Yeah, he does. I haven't oh. seen shit for days. I cannot get the boner anymore. <laughs> Look how French my hat is. <laughs> Look, I drink cognac at nine o'clock in the morning. Like, didn't they say earlier on it was eight o'clock in the morning? Yeah, he's offered him cognac. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a police officer. So you're a police officer on duty. I just want to get shit faced. Do I get hammered and go and bang my coat out assistant? <laughs> I'll let you wear my fucking hat. <laughs> He's told you loads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. plans to rebuild Detroit. Yeah. You weren't listening. Look, I have no idea who's trying to kill me. You are the police detective. <laughs> I hope people are looking forward to my dramatic retelling of the script of Leon next week. We're just going to do Jean Reno films. We'll do Roland after that. Oh, that'd be good. Detective Dr. Cross. Detective Dr. Cross is quite impressive. It is. Oh, he's already there. Is that the same apartment as Ed Burns' apartment? Or is that a different apartment? It's just another really, really big apartment. That's a good point. It's an odd choice of hat wear for a psychopath. A flat cap. He he, he rocks it quite well. He's a stylish psychopath, isn't he? Oh, I one of his Turn moments. the light off. Yeah. Drink, drink it at that point, you thought, shit, I can't see a thing now. So what was the point in turning that light off? That That's going to haunt me. Yeah, 35% marmalade. I'm finding that snaggle too sorted out. <laughs> you fucking jerk. Think about somebody else for once in your fucking life, Cross. Detective Doctor Cross. Yeah, you bastard. I like to think even his wife addresses him as Detective Doctor Cross. Oh, I reckon she does. Only his mother may call him Alex. Yeah, I reckon she's got a tattoo on her ass that's saying property of detect- Detective Doctor Alex Cross. Mm. 
for full disclosure, I've moved on from my Jim Bean and Lemsip to Grosh. Nice. I'm I'm still only on bottle two of this Budweiser. I got even though I've just had pie before um before we started recording, so I'm a little bit full. I I I, I had some I had some czar before. Some what? Pizza. Oh, pizza. Nice. Yeah, I hit up the czar. Pizza. Oh, oh, it's not who we thought. It's Santa. pissed him off I gotta be honest I genuinely thought she was killed off screen and you only heard about it here I did not remember that other bit where he turned off the light at all <laughs> no I just thought it was straight away it was just like Monica just isn't Monica or whatever that's that's weird I was sober watching this originally as well, so I don't know what happened. Maybe I was like, went to, went for a piss or something, and I think I probably would have paused. Anyway. Doesn't he actually basically sort of say to him that he wants him to analyse him and then start telling him off for trying to analyse him? Mm. Embedded clue that has no explanation for why you embedded a fucking clue. That is the question Cross should be asking him. Yeah, why did you leave that clue, by the way? I'm just out of curiosity. Yeah. One thing you never do is piss up a psychopath. You'd think Doctor, uh, Detective Doctor Cross would know that. Yep. There we go. Shit's just about to get real. Yep. And uh, Matthew Fox is about to deliver probably the best line reading in his career. Yep. Wife is looking quite stunning. Oh shit, he can see me! <laughs> oh, he 
shot the shit out of her. Boom. Oh. Is he just Jekyll it? I think now, he just came then. Yeah, yeah. That was definitely a cum face. Yeah, that was a cum face. Now, in all fairness, it's quite ballsy. To kill off his wife, yeah. They kill off his wife. But I will say, like, this feels like an origin story for, like, a vigilante, like the origin story for the Punisher or something. Yeah, it is a little so, bit like that. So for the fact that, like, the next half hour, he's breaking all the rules and doesn't give a fuck who he hurts. And then by the end of the film, it's just like, oh, I got a promotion. It 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 it, it does feel like it's got, it, it kind of fucks the dog a little bit at the end. Like, if it had stayed just him being vengeful and angry, I could have gotten on board with that to an extent. I guess they just deal with his anger as well. They don't deal with Ed Burns' anger at the fact that his missus was killed as well. Mm -hmm. It's all just about Alex Cross. Mm -hmm. This should be be called Alex Cross is a selfish prick. Mm. Detective Dr. Cross is a selfish prick. (laughs) Yeah. Ed Burns just looking like he literally just walked onto set wearing whatever he was wearing when he came to set. <laughs> he did. He just walked off whatever fucking indie piece of shit he was doing before. <laughs> Ash Wednesday too. It's <laughs> a fucking obscure reference for you, fair play. Jesus Christ. Uh, he's upset. You did get it wrong. And my wife's dead. You're a shit psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, you got the profile wrong, yet they're going to make you an FBI profiler. Mm. Like you failed that failed test, didn't you? That is a good point. He did completely get the profile wrong. But you know what? If Double Cross is Tyler Perry and um, Ed Burns again, I'll watch it. I will go to the cinema and watch it. Oh, I will as well. He's going to be as well. Okay, so is this the other... This is the other That's shot the kid. Yeah. That's the son, and I don't think we see him again. No. He's mentioned several times, though. Hmm. And he's just parked across the road in that car. Pretty much in direct line of sight. <laughs> yeah, he's not even hid. <laughs> he's fucking tired of just looked up if he had to see his eyes. Mm. And he's cricking so, his neck, because that's what all good so psychos do. And cricking his neck, like, oh, yes, like all psychos do. Fuck's sake. Do you know what the tagline for this film was? Don't cross Alex Cross. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I remember that from you the trailer. Uh, yeah, just brutal. Wearing another vest, wearing another waistcoat. 
she was hurt. She, she couldn't do anything, but she could feel everything that was happening. I need, I need you to calm down because because to, I need you to calm down because I want to be the psychopath. I want to be the one who loses their shit. Yeah. <laughs> Not you. Oh, she, do, do you know why she don't like her burn? Why? She's white. <laughs> it does look like <laughs> it does look like there's subtext there. Yeah. You see me, my boy, white devil. Like, don't say it. Like, there is a history. Like, she gives him a mean look, and he gives her a look like, oh, for fuck's sake. It's just like, what's that about? <laughs> Fucking serious, we've been friends. Fucking years, all our lives. We went to the academy together and everything. You still yeah. hate me. Yeah. I think it's because Ed Burns, once, when they were playing around as kids, got Alex Cross to put his leg up on that piano stool yeah. and ever since then he's always put his leg up on the piano stool and the mum's been pissed off about it yeah, and she blames Ed Burns he's sick of wiping off his fucking mucky footprint yeah yeah there are deep backstories with all of these characters <laughs> yeah they just did like it's all this subtext mm. she's dead sweetheart that's how it works it's going happening I can't have her back, but I'm going to kill the shit out of the guy who killed her. He's obsessed with that piano. It's like... He is. It's like, it's like, it's like he had a child, he went, do you know what, I, I want her to be a, a child, a prodigy, a piano mm-hmm. prodigy. And he's like constantly out, and he's like, oh, fuck's sake, leave it with a goddamn piano. Mm-hmm. They, uh, I love it. This is just the filmmakers saying, right, here's the bit where Alex Cross is being the nice dad and whatnot, and that's going to excuse all the carnage that he's about to unleash for the next half hour. The, the fact, fact that the he's a terrible basement. Yeah. Fucking the son just sat in his room, looks like bawling his fucking eyes out right now. <laughs> Cutting himself. Yeah. <laughs> Still all the same stuff written on the blackboard. When the fuck are they gonna go to the zoo? Am I calling out a bad time? You know it's a bad time, it's a funeral, you were just there. <laughs> well, if he told you where it was it wouldn't be a hunt would it <laughs> still got that, that flat cap though yeah so this Matthew Fox performance is like Razzie worthy 
But right. I don't I don't think it's his fault. It's he's been like Rob Cohen has directed him that way. Oh, he's doing everything he's supposed to be doing. Mm. It, but I don't think Matthew Fox is like the best actor or anything, but in Lost, at least he actually seemed to be playing a human being. Yeah. I mean, this guy is like some sort of weird serial killer automaton. But you, you, to be fair, you did ask him to. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's staring at the entire audience now. Okay. Doesn't look right. like he's about to crush that phone. I could break the phone in half, but he just couldn't do it. <laughs> like, right now, he's like a very desperate trying to snap the receiver in half, but he can't that's, do it. That's pretty funny. That literally does look like he was supposed to break it, but he could, yeah. God, that's a good spot. But, like, Matthew Fox with his fourth wall breaking there, again, for no reason. No, Why does he need to turn around and look at the camera? Oh, here we go. He just, that looked like a Polaroid camera. He just put him there. He's got a safe. He's got a gun safe. I've got to say, the mum kind of looks like Morgan Freeman in drag. <laughs> oh my god, she does. Morgan Freeman played Alex Cross. Oh, Link. He did, did he? Yeah. Yes, in uh, Kiss the Girls and Along Came a Spider. Spider, that's right. I never did see those. I, I Kiss, would Kiss the Girls is really good, actually. To watch those now. Kiss the Girls is really good. Along yeah, Came Spider's alright. I just, I bet he's just a much better representation. <laughs> yeah, than yeah it is. Effect. Just shining a fucking flashlight in her eyes for no reason. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and he's wearing like a vest to show like fucking how badass he is now and how sort of muscular he is. But he just looks like a fat guy wearing a vest. <laughs> oh god, yeah, that's brilliant. Also as well, who keeps that kind of flashlight in their cutlery drawer? I just like the fact that he looked like he was trying to startle her and scare her away, like she was just a cat or something. Uh, yeah. Like he was like, like, like she was a salmon he was trying to shine her. <laughs> he watched that. I love this as well. It's like she's giving him all the moral kind of like, look, you can't do this, you can't do this. And he just goes and does it anyway. saw the gates of hell doesn't even make sense <laughs> what do you think about it don't make sense oh, I will smack you down bitch 
The way you said he was going to, t- she, yeah, they were going to say, "Go to some place safe" as well. It sounds like he doesn't even care where. Yeah. Going to take it to some place safe. I don't fucking know where. Right, Fox has lost the flat cap. He's wearing a robe oh, now. A pretty nice robe actually. He's got a nice decent wardrobe in there. Mm, yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, and here we go. This is where Ed Burns and Tyler Perry break into their own police fucking station. Like, this, it would have been easy to walk in. This scene blows my mind. There is no need for it at all. I'm sure they just went in and just went, just went to the evidence people went, can we just have uh, two minutes to go? Oh, yeah, cross detective. Let's try it up. But uh, again, again, the weird fucking um, another another app from the app store. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who broke the evidence locker? Well, to be fair, um, Doctor Detective Alex Cross did download the security breach app this week. <laughs> Elcroft, he was your friend. Yeah, Detective Doctor Cross just fucking nailed that guy. Got it. Right, okay. Was that a fucking pig? Was that a pig in evidence? I think it was, yeah. There was like there was a frozen pig. In the evidence locker. Oh, look, look, look. Chevrolet. She's in prison. She's already turned out like him. That's Detective Doctor. I'm quite clearly off the fucking hook right now. I'm not wearing a suit. Gonna get a drink back in a second. Just yeah, leave it yeah. up back in twenty seconds. So essentially, at the moment, uh, Doctor Detective Alex Cross is trying to find a chemist who cooks his own drugs. These freaky drugs, like the green liquid that um, Matthew Fox is using, and of course. He wouldn't have records, you know, of these types of people on file, would he? He wouldn't be able to search for all the ingredients that they would buy online for these things. Cadillac in big fucking letters. Oh, they're just getting in the thingy, are they? All right, you know, cool. it said Cadillac in big letters across there, then? Mmm. Again, brutal. Again. So that's what, like, the... Third or fourth product That's placement. Third or fourth product placement for Cadillac. We've had two for Chevrolet. Of course, Detroit is Motor City. 
Yeah, I mean, it makes some sort of sense. And as well, uh, when they were showing the uh, Robocop fucking-esque new designs for Detroit, the big building in it had a um, General Motors symbol on it. I did it, really. Tyler Perry does not look comfortable in there at all. No, he does look a little bit hunched up, doesn't he? Oh, you bastard. Fucking breaking your code there, Cross. Mm. I'm just saying that, that... Don't you think he'd be able to research using police methods who might have the ingredients to cook up this magic drug? Yeah, quite. Yeah, he's basically given him the name of... A, yeah, just like a drug maker. Right, yeah. what's up? That, that guy's going to have a record. I don't think you are his attorney, Cross. I think that's a lie. <laughs> he is a detective and a doctor, but he's not a lawyer. It wouldn't surprise me if Tyler Perry thought he was. <laughs> For what? Oh, that looks like it really fucking hurts. Boom. Yeah, he kind of like, he was kind of going in towards the club as well, wasn't he? Yeah. I wish I could make my eyes go like a little bit bloodshot at times, like Tyler Perry can. <laughs> it's quite an ability. It's like an X Men power. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. Some amazing computer imaging. He would literally park his car right in front of the one. <laughs> oh, here we go as well. We've got a Cadillac. That's not even the right code you use, Thomas David A. It's Tango Delta. Yeah. Oh, this is this is basically this is basically Cadillac explaining how nobody can steal your car. Yeah. There you go. Can you so, transmit that to my screen? Yep. So, Matthew Fox has thought of everything with the exception of something that, you know, everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. So, where is that? Here's one of those situations where you think that John Renault had it written into his contract that every single fucking scene he has to wear that hat. Yeah, yeah. 
I would really feel them, but I wouldn't wear my hat. That's a pretty badass car park. It is. Everything in Detroit looks shit, but beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of like a, a dishevelled chic. Yeah. I mean, it's a stylish looking film, I'll give it that, with the exception of Alice Cross. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's like Rob Cohen knows how to frame a shot, and like, like he's been in the game for years, but it, it's just the material is fucking ridiculous, and he can't work, work with actors. He can work with cars quite well, though. Yeah, true. Here we go again. We go again with fucking. Um, John C. McGinley just can't work out what he is again. My fucking show. <laughs> That's his one line, he fucked it up. <laughs> oh, 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 here we go. That helicopter looks like a remote co control helicopter that they've used like miniatures with. That's his son's remote control helicopter. <laughs> Why would he keep panties in a bag that big? It's <laughs> also, yeah. I mean, those douchebags have no point at all. No. <laughs> in this, at all. Other than remind you that he is a bad, badass. And the thing, yeah, by this point in the film, you already know how dangerous he is. He yeah. doesn't need to take out three random guys. And the fact that he just starts doing it, that he doesn't even give a shit that they're there. <laughs> Right, this Max guy with John C. McGinley, he fe it feels like he's a competition winner or something. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. They took out the cell towers, right? From mobile phone communications, right? Police radios don't work off the mobile phone communications, they work off a CB system. Yeah. And it's a locked government system. It wouldn't take out that. They Could you imagine that? that? Every time they system. take out a cell tower in a police operation, the police just can't talk to each yeah, other. You, you can basically do whatever the fuck you want right now. <laughs> yes, that city's death. <laughs> yeah. Why do you take pee on the fat guy? It, it seems like now that guy's just going to sit around screaming, which will be very irritating. Yeah, that's a good point. I want one of these as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Both really tall. Because Bruce Wayne uses one in Batman as well. Oh, that's right, he does. Again, he got the uh, that the app store. It was um, 69p. Or free with adverts. 
<laughs> you get it on and if he had android he'd get it free but ad supported yeah he could have done that and had had a little ad for chevrolet pop up yeah yeah he has to watch five 30 second ads for it to start working to get the credit to be able to do it the tension is whether it will buffer in time for him to actually be able to press the button. If he goes out of a Wi-Fi area, he's <laughs> How does it end? You're not going to capture him just by shutting 20 blocks down. Yeah, that's a good point. Get out. This just seems like a needless risk. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Looks like this police operation cost a fucking fortune, too. The Wait a minute. It clips along at quite a pace. I mean, like, we're already 80, about 80 minutes in. He's not a musician. Now, this plan is a little bit of insane inspired genius oh, it, is. it is fucking get inside his head cross Ed Burns is basically saying that these lies and his brain is going this is so shit this is the worst things I've ever said ever <laughs> CG for that starts out pretty fucking rotten, doesn't it? That's pretty solid butt body on fire there. <laughs> Shoot him just in the knee earlier. Just to be an arsehole. I don't think that was her screaming. <laughs> they may as well have just done the Wilhelm scream at that point. Pointless shaky cam. No need for it to shaky cam. They're in a car. Why would it be shaking? I love, yeah. That's that's the point. So it's a literally a camera operator on that car while it's driving, just Where? shaking it around. Just every slice on. Listen. Listen. Oh, that's brutal. It mentions Cadillac. Yeah. I like this shot though. I like this shot. It's a bit comes out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Why would he check the plate start there? <laughs> it is a good shot. 
because I, I like the turnaround and the smack as well. Like, because you get like those kind of scenes where like it's profile as someone's driving and then they get T-boned. Like that's kind of ten a penny these days, but they actually do something a little bit different with that here. You can tell they actually do it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I must say the location fucking in this are brilliant. They've actually, they've actually found some pretty fucking cool looking places. And it kind of makes sense given how kind of Detroit has ended up. I mean, it kind of, it's a little bit weird, but it kind of makes sense. And, and yeah, it's just a, something a little bit different. You know, it does seem a bit weird that all this equipment is still there. And, like, there's, like, a gun. Bit of the film. There's a gun on a wire for some reason. Yeah. Oh, where to go, Cross? <laughs> Just shot down your way up. And you're a fat bastard. That ain't in your way. <laughs> he did look like he was struggling with that ladder there. He did look like, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder whose idea it was to have Tyler Perry in this. Tyler Perry. Idris Avello was originally cast in it. Which could have been pretty great. Yeah. That's his arm brought there. I don't I think it was just kind of Tyler Perry's business plan to kind of see if he could work with it, like... Frank, uh, frankly, a non-black audience. I think yeah. whether you could get no, it's, it's white not a criticism, but he does he does make uh, movies for uh, an Afro-American audience, which which is absolutely fair enough. You know, I mean, like that's that's, that's that's not a criticism. Good on him, but like it, this does it does kind of feel like a bit of a cynical. I'm gonna be the next Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I think he's a little bit. Wouldn't surprise me if, if he didn't even get paid for this. Mm. Like he offered to do it for free just for the exposure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, he turned up in the, um, the Star Trek reboot as well, didn't he? He was like the the head of Starfleet Academy, and he's in a few scenes. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um, yeah, he's like the the the, the guy at like the award ceremonies. Oh, he did, yeah. And all his films are called Tyler Perry's as well. Sorry? All his films are, are Tyler Perry's, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think only, like, two of them have actually had a release in the UK. Like, it's... I don't, I don't know whether any of those Medeo ones have ever come out over here, actually. Um, have you seen any of them? Many of these films? No. No, I can't say I have. 
They're not great. Uh, have you seen some of it? Yeah. I decided to watch a couple to see what they like, and they just they were they were great. Oh, he's got his little he's got his little drug out. I love those blatant crash mats on the floor as well. Yeah. They're, they're pretty special. Ah. Oh. Got his little flip blade. Oh shit. That that quite blatantly wasn't Matthew Fox as well. Yeah. What the fact that you can practically see the guy's hair. <laughs> that, I don't think that's a little bit like is that it? Yeah. Yeah, it is it is rather anticlimactic, isn't it? It's just like Matthew Fox saying, I made you. It's just like, well, where was it ever that Matthew Fox was like actually trying to turn Tyler Perry into a psychopath? Yeah, it, it, it does seem a little bit like the kill with that halfway through. Mm. And then he, he stopped being the thing that. And now by the end of the film, he's just back to normal. <laughs> it just... And Bird's like, I need as many guys as possible because he's really fat. <laughs> Burns is thinking, why could I not killed off in this fucking film? Shit. Oh, I could never go back. <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah, here we go. time to get back to the plot that was being talked about 45 minutes ago and had been forgotten ever since. <laughs> yeah. The supposed main thread of the film. Yeah. This seems like a bit of a pointless location. This is the one place, genre you could be wearing that hat. Yeah, the one place it would have made sense, quite. He's, have you noticed that they're so out, like, in the fucking wilderness that um, he's made was obviously using a dustpan and brush from Best Buy. <laughs> Detective Dr. Cross. Ah, oh, you bitch. That's not even that subtle. There was a police escort there. <laughs> they must have seen that. It's just if I was John Renault's character, I wouldn't even say anything to him. It'd be like, right, what do you want? Yeah. 
like I'm not I'm not gonna give you this back the fucking backstory. What what is it? What's your point? Hmm. Where do people find these people on the open market? Yeah, the open market makes it sound like he's on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. Put his glasses back on. <laughs> oh, he's putting drugs on you now as well. Burn. I think he's stopped listening by now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just... i kind of got bigger fish to fry than you fucking banging on about your wife, Dr. Detective Dr. Cross. Well, they were on Skype. <laughs> that was the yeah, Skype Yeah, pretty noise. impressive. Damn right, he's got him gone. Of course, he, nice. couldn't, he, couldn't, he couldn't just pay off the, you know, the police there, could they? So they got him by basically stitching him up. Yeah. Terrible example. Not even for the stuff he actually did. Yeah. It's like in the Untouchables, all right, they only get Al Capone on fucking tax evasion, but at least they got him on something he did. Oh, this, this is what Ed Burns tells him that, you know, he's, he's put an application in the FBI. Uh, well, no, Ed no. Burns is actually thinking, I don't want to be in the sequel. Please, fucking Christ, don't let there be a sequel. Yeah. He's, he's not even put an application in. He's just giving it to Alex Cross, who hasn't actually joined the FBI yet. That's a good point. Would it surprise you if Ed Burns broke his contract for the next film? Oh, in fact, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't care. I'll give you. I'll give you two million back. I'm not fucking doing it. <laughs> I think there'll be a third Alex Cross movie that Tyler Perry will fund himself. That would be great. And it'll be Tyler called... Perry's James Patterson's Alex Cross. Yeah. It'll be called something like Crossroads or something like that. That'll be good. Crisscross. Crossed words. <laughs> yeah. Crosshatch. <laughs> there are like, like so many films you can make just based on bad titles. Mm. 
She's like, oh, shit, Dad, so I better go and turn on play the fucking piano again. And then they'll do a spoof comedy version of it called Cross Cross. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's back from his murderous rampage. <laughs> <laughs> With some nice kind of tweakly, slightly explosions in the sky kind of feeling music in the background. Yeah. Like they asked Coldplay, but Coldplay went, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why is he nodding? <laughs> <laughs> and there we go now it's by Rob Cohen um, do you know what even on a second watch it's still a decent film it's I I don't think you can call it decent I think you can call it entertaining yes I agree with that yeah like it's it's not a good film oh, but God, it, no. It's it like it's a riot to watch. Yeah, it, it definitely, without question, is 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 a lot of fun to kind of sit through. Yeah, it's not it's not a good film though. Mm. But yeah, but it zips along there. Well, that was our um, our, our special Christmas uh, and New Year present to you. That was our um, commentary of Alex Cross, uh, and we hope you enjoyed it. Um, we will be back, won't we, with an actual... No, our next episode isn't going to be a normal episode, is it? No, no. It's um, top ten stuff. Yeah. And uh, bottom ten stuff. Top ten and bottom ten and kind of a general kind of review of the year. Um, we're probably, again, not going to do a discussion topic just because... Um, there's not much going on over Christmas. No, there's, there's, there's like not much going on. Uh, and plus, it gives us a chance to kind of to really get into sort of our top tens and our bottom tens and you know sort of ask some of our more disappointing films so films that maybe weren't weren't in our top ten but are not in our bottom ten but films that we just didn't quite feel were as good as we expected yeah uh, a slightly kind of review of the year kind of thing I suppose rather than just like a top ten of the year show yeah we want to kind of you know there'll be a lot of podcast doing top 10 and you know to be honest list episodes are always really sort of in, I always enjoy listening to uh, list episodes um, I have a feeling that we'll cross over quite a bit in our top 10s um, but I have a feeling our bottom 10s we might not cross over as much because bottom 10s mm-hmm. tend to ones where they're a lot more personal um, yeah. you know it, it, it's easy to pick out a top 10 and there are obvious standout movies every year whereas um bottom tens and worst films are obviously a lot more kind of subjective mm-hmm. I, I mean also I, I I go out my way to watch shit films around this time of the year to um, balance everything I, out yeah 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 exactly like I, I'm watching um, a potential it's in the bottom five I'll probably talk about it next tweet frankly it's in the bottom five of the uh, the letterboxed bottom, uh, bottom films of the year and I think I'm going to watch that um, now. So, uh, you know, I'm actively watching it so I can, like, say how shit it was, basically. Yeah, I, 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 I tend to watch a lot of bad movies over the year in general. So, um, so we're back for then. Um, again, thank you for listening. Um, well, again, because this is a commentary episode, we'll be doing emails or anything like that. But if you have left us an email, we will be reading it out during the next episode or we'll be getting back to listener feedback and we'll be putting out questions and everything like that. Um, so, Happy New Year. Um, Happy New Year, folks. Juice the Monkey will uh, will be hitting it strong next year with our first episode, which is the list episode. And then, mm, 
can you can you think of a film to do after that? Do you think there's um, anything out maybe the week after that we could possibly uh, cover? January the 11th is Les Miserables and Gangster Squad. Mm. Is that just the two? Uh, and then we've got Tarantino's uh, Django's the week after. Is it the think. week after? Oh, so we've got a, a pretty strong sort of couple of months coming up where we should be able to get balls deep in some pretty fucking good stuff. Hopefully, uh, Zero Dark Thirty the week after Django as well. Oh, so oh, yeah, yeah, it's a uh, good January, good January. Cool, right? Well, thank you very much, everyone, for listening, uh, and we'll have a full and fit 2013 for you coming up. So I hope you enjoyed Alex Cross. I know we did.